Our gospel lesson for this evening comes from the 13th chapter of the book of John. John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17 and 31 through 35. It was just before the Passover feast. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and to go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. The evening meal was being served, and the devil had already prompted Judas Iscariot, son of Simon, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After he had poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, A person who has had a bath needs only to wash his feet. His whole body is clean. And you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him. And that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you, he asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. I tell you the truth. No servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. <coughs> when he was gone, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified with him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. This is the word of God for the people of God. We have in our passage here what's often referred to as the Last Supper. It's the last time Jesus gets together with his disciples. And 
if you know that it's going to be your last time, you try to say something that will stick with people. Uh, Pastor Bill and I know that when you leave a church, you want your last sermon to be good. No matter what the others were like, you want that last one to be good. Because when you're leaving, especially when Jesus was leaving, he wanted to make sure that his disciples understood exactly what he was asking them to do. So they're in the upper room, and it's Passover, one of the high holy days of the Jewish year. And they're sitting around the table, and the meal is being served. It's the same meal that had been served in Israel for thousands of years. Ever since they had left Egypt, that meal had been served every year exactly the same way. And even today, the Jewish people try to serve the meal, to eat the meal in exactly the same way. In fact, the word remember in Hebrew means more than just to think about it, it means to do it. So when the Jewish people remember the Passover, they actually reenact that with their coats tucked into their belt and getting ready to go, just as the first Israelites had. And so this is what they're doing. They're sitting around the table, and they're eating the meal, and all of a sudden, Jesus gets up, takes off his clothes, wraps a towel around his waist, pours water into a basin, and starts to wash the disciples' feet. Now, I want you to understand what this means. When you have been walking down dirty roads, when you have been walking in places where it's unclean, you have to remember they didn't have automobiles or buses or bicycles. They had animals. And animal exhaust can get messy and dirty. And so you have a road that's not just dirt. It's got all kinds of stuff on it. And so when somebody came to visit your house, you would have a servant who would wash their feet. Now this had a double purpose. It cleaned all of the junk off of their feet, but it was also a way of kind of refreshing them. Now, who gets this job? Who gets the job of being the one that washes people's feet? Well, it is the lowest of the lowest of the low of all your servants. So this person is the person who's on the very bottom of the list. They're not even on the bottom rung of the ladder. They're under the ladder. And this is the person who is charged with washing people's feet. So when Jesus, as the leader of the disciples, gets down on the floor, now I don't know about you, but if you're going to wash somebody's feet, you can't do it standing up. Unless you're very limber. And you can bend down. I can't bend over like that. In fact, 
If I were to wash somebody's feet today, I would probably have to lay on the floor. Jesus got down and washed their feet. Peter being Peter, of course, objected. Peter objected to almost everything. Because Peter had this idea in his mind of how everything should be. And he knew that Jesus should not be washing people's feet. And Jesus told him, Peter, you don't understand. Well then, if you're going to give me a bath, give me a bath. That's not what it's about, Peter. It's not about cleaning your feet. It's not about making you clean. It's about showing you how you are to live your life of following me. And so Jesus washes all of the disciples' feet. Now, we know that all of the disciples were there. I skipped the part, a very important part, of this passage where Jesus actually serves the communion, serves the Last Supper to the disciples. And the first disciple that he serves is Judas. And usually the first one served is the most important. So everything Jesus does this day is to teach the disciples, but it's all backwards. It's upside down from what they think. They think that Jesus as leader should be served, but Jesus as their leader serves them and washes their feet. They think that Judas should be the lowest of all the disciples, yet he's the one whom Jesus chooses to serve first, knowing that he had already agreed to turn Jesus in. Yet Jesus serves him first. Everything about this night is a reminder to them <coughs> excuse me, how they should live their life. It's a reminder to us of what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. It's a reminder to those in leadership how we lead in the church. Leadership in the church should not be done by telling everybody what to do. Leadership in the church should be done by serving the people of the church. Because that's what Jesus teaches us in this passage. It's all about us understanding what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. As the song said, to kneel at the feet of our friends. We belong to the only faith, the only religion where our God served us. Think about any other religion you can think of. And it's all about us serving the God. Whatever it is, only in Christianity is our God the one who serves us. Now this is done on Passover, and I don't think we need to forget that also because I want to tie it in with Passover. Ken read the Passover passage. 
where we were told, they were told what to do. They were told to kill a lamb and to spread its blood on the doorposts of the house they were going to be eating the lamb in. Jesus becomes the Passover lamb for us. He becomes the one who sheds his blood that death passes over us. Now, I don't mean physical death because we will all die, or most of us will if Jesus doesn't come back before some of us die. He's talking about spiritual death. Separation from God for eternity. That's why Jesus Christ died. Jesus became our Passover lamb. He became the one whose blood took away death. Took away that separation from God. Everything about this passage is to remind us who Jesus is and how we are to live our lives. We are to serve other people. We are to give of ourselves to other people. If you think about it, it's, this week has been an interesting week for me because there have been a lot of text messages going back and forth about people going into the hospital and people having surgeries and things going on and, and getting in touch with people on the prayer list and, and then getting back good news that everything went wonderful. To me, that's part of the way that we serve one another. When we're in need, we can call on our fellow members of the church and know that they will be in prayer for us, that they will lift us up, and that if we need something, they will help us. That's the joy that we have in being members of those who follow Jesus Christ, of those who call themselves Christians or disciples of Jesus Christ. Tonight we're going to have communion in remembrance of what Jesus taught his disciples. In remembrance of his blood, which he so freely poured out for us, and his body, which he gave up to be our Passover lamb, so that we wouldn't have to fear death anymore. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. Nothing. And that is a joy that we as Christians can live with each and every day. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. In fact, when we separated ourselves from God by sin, God came looking for us. And he sent his son to die on a cross to be our Passover lamb. So as we come today to remember, I want you to think about what the juice means. We use grape juice to symbolize the blood. We use bread to remind us of the body. 
But it's not just juice and it's not just bread. It's a remembrance. It's to remember our Passover. That our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ gave up his body to be broken and bruised and gave up his life's blood that we might have eternal life. Today we remember, today we celebrate that we have a Passover lamb. Amen.